Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is May the 8th, 2018. We are episode 13. Episode 13, fellas. So, what's Lucky up? 13. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not Friday, so we good. So, um, we got the original crew back together. No G this week, y'all. So, all of the G fans, uh, you know, just to have a moment of silence for him. You know, he had a good two words for us, and I promise that when he gets back, he will say the <laughs> word rule at least twice during the conversation. <laughs> Don't want to forget that. But uh, we miss G. He'll be back next week, though, I'm sure. So uh, we got uh, Ishmael. What's good? What's good with it? And uh, the infamous <laughs> box wine poppy. <laughs> Yo, this is Paul. What's up, fellas? What's up, man? And I am the Black Ryan. All right, fellas. So it's been a while. This time, is I guess it's been about 10 days now instead of a week since we're a little late getting into the podcast. So uh, let's go ahead and get Thank into you for it. being patient with me. Thank you for being patient with my schedule. Oh, that's all right, man. That's all right. I guess, uh, actually, before we get started, I had this here for you. <laughs> I had to play you a little birthday swag. <laughs> yeah, little birthday swag for you, man. Happy birthday yesterday. Happy belated. How old are you now, man? I'm getting up there, man. I'm getting up there, man. How old are you? Yeah. 39, 39, man. Are you for real? Getting up there. Man, we used to always joke we thought you was like for real, like five five years older than us. (laughs) We would always be like, man, Paul, you old as a mug. Like, (laughs) you know you're supposed to be a junior. But yeah. I didn't I didn't realize it was over here. Right now I'd be close to retirement if I if I was like that. But no, I'm sadly no. So I'm getting there, man. But uh yeah, man, had a happy birthday. I guess I'll just lead into my Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So man, had the birthday uh yesterday. Uh, so you know, just hanging out with the family. Got had the, you know the kid with me, so took off work. Had, uh, you know, most of the day just went to lunch and and stuff like that. We'll do a little shopping with the wife, and then had dinner uh, with the family that night. So so a good day. Uh, but the weekend brownness, I guess you know, just kind of talking about stuff I did this weekend. Man, had to go to a graduation uh, in Tennessee, so had to drive about five hours to go to this little college, nice college. Uh, uh, outside of Knoxville, for my sister-in-law's, she got her doctorate in her in education. So, and it was like it was five hours to get there. For whatever reason, this graduation started at seven o'clock on a Friday, which is crazy. I've never heard of a college graduation that starts at seven o'clock on a Friday, but this one did. So, kid didn't sleep at all. To keep it short, that in a nutshell, going to graduations uh, is never fun. I, as we'll talk about in a little bit, I like graduations that are very very short, uh, and never have them at seven o'clock at night on a Friday ever. But uh yeah, that was my weekend brown. It's just traveling. Oh and the oh, oh that's the other thing. So the college, man, it was literally in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> it was in the middle of nowhere at like 30, 40 minutes outside of Knoxville. Uh-huh. We're driving and we had to go we had to get off the highway and go down this road. And it was like kind of like, you know, a main like uh, I don't know what you call it, like a state highway. You know, it was like a four lane road. Oh man, it was so rural back in there. And so my wife and I we were just kinda of like, oh man, like Anytime you say rule, you got to shout out G. Anytime I say rule? Yes. The word rule. Rule. Yes. Rule. 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 Okay. The rule juror. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. You throw me off. Okay. So, so man, we drove out there, but like, so this is Weekend Brown. So, driving out to this graduation from Knoxville to there. 
we're driving, and man, it's just it's just very, very, very <laughs> rural out there. Right? Shao <laughs> Siji, uh, and so my wife and I decided to play a game of uh, <laughs> where are the black people <laughs> <laughs> while we were driving. So we're driving every car we pass on on the opposite side of the road, or we pass like while we're while we're trying to get to the graduation, we look, we kind of look in the car and. <laughs> And so the whole time we're just amusing ourselves because we we're like, first of all, we were kind of a little nervous, like, man, this is like the kind of place where we, uh, you know, they might arrest us or something like that. And but you know, we see these old ratty pickup trucks, and we're looking. They're gonna arrest y'all for interracially uh, being married. Oh man, and oh, actually, that's, man, see, I'm not, I'm not setting this whole story, right, but yeah, this is kind of funny. So we were in the hotel in Knoxville, just kind of chilling out for a little bit, you know, waiting for the wife to get dressed. And man, that like I don't know if I don't know if you guys got HBO, but they they've been showing this movie called Loving. Have you heard about this movie Loving? Have you heard of this movie? Uh, it's like the first like I think so. I've heard of it. Yeah, so it, it came out here recently. Uh, it's like uh, it's like it's basically a, a you know kind of like a based on a true story of the first like interracial couple, not first interracial couple, but first the interracial couple in Virginia back in like the fifties who basically they, they you know got got kicked out of the the state essentially because they had an interracial marriage. And and then they, they they sued the state and went all the way to the Supreme Court and basically the Supreme Court struck down and said you can't you know you can't ban states can't ban interracial marriages so it was a movie about it but if you've seen that movie and you guys haven't but there's parts of the movie where the the, the husband the the white guy like he's driving kind of in rural areas you know back to his wife and they're kind of they're kind of trying to keep it on the low and there's parts where he's like get, he thinks he's being followed so they have these scenes where he's you know he's trying to drive off real fast and he thinks he's being chased. And stuff like that, and it's kind of in, in, in these very rural scenes, and so and some of it's he's just, some of it he may be getting followed, and some of it he's just being paranoid. But we had just literally watched that, or it was on in the hotel room, and then we're driving, and then we're in the middle of nowhere, and so I <laughs> I kind of had these little flashbacks to the movie, like oh man, what, <laughs> sounds <laughs> like a Virginia about to get snatched. Sounds like a get out situation, man. They was putting yeah, it on right. your TV on purpose, like we don't want yeah, you around yeah. these parts. But, but but you know how these little small college towns are. Like yeah, sometimes it's in the middle of nowhere. But once you get to the college town itself, it's usually pretty straight, right? So we drove. So finally we got to the town and we got got to campus. But like literally from the time we got outside and off the highway in Knoxville, all the way till we got to the campus, like we did not see one single black person. And finally we were looking for a parking spot and we were, we were trying to turn all these different parking lots. We finally turned in one and went around the corner and there was like three or four black guys just hanging out in like an, in, a, in a van, just you know just chilling out, listening to music or something like that. And so we're like, oh yeah, we're safe now. So, so, no, so the wife and I just had to, that was just a little little joke we had with each other, just just like, okay, we need to see some brown people here. But uh, the other thing, so like in, inside the graduation, like I mean, it's, it was like a religious school, like a small religious school, but uh, man, it was beautiful. Like going in their graduations, it's always fun just to see the different people. And so like this is a, a small, tiny little you know religious school in Tennessee, but there were literally people over there from from Saudi Arabia, and you know. With, with the full like you know the full veil and stuff like that at the graduation there were you know black people brown people white people and it, it was just it was just cool to see you know all those people together you know coming together you know to to, to celebrate their loved ones and things like that so that was it, that was a nice thing to see and just see it's like hey even in the middle of nowhere places there is some diversity that's my uh, weekend brownness i know it's pretty lame but uh but i'm gonna move on so i guess we should go to to phenom next yeah man and my week next week may resemble yours because I'm going to have to go to a graduation in Kentucky this coming weekend. But that's not uh, for here nor there, at least not yet. So for my week in blackness, I will talk about, and it's a shame that G is not here today 
because G was a part of my week in blackness. So last Thursday, there was a comedy event that was here. It was uh, Martin Lawrence, the Lit AF Tour. I'm sure y'all know what AF stands for, but it is actually AF in the title, so I'm not uh, censoring it. But it was hosted by Martin Lawrence, had uh, D-Ray Davis, Michael Blackson, Ricky Smiley, got Benji Brown. So I got tickets from the gig, you know, always get or at times get little hookups on tickets and things like that. So the wife didn't want to go, said that that was going to be too late for her on the Thursday night. So I hit up G like, yo. Got some tickets to this comedy show. You want to go? He like, cool. So we went ahead and mobbed down there. So mm, Notice he didn't ask me. But go ahead. Because you wouldn't have gone. <laughs> on a like, Thursday night, starting at 7 8 o'clock. Cursing in the title. No, Come on now. Come on now. Right. I, you, can't watch, you can't watch ABC Family without some cuss. But that's okay. Go ahead. Gone. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't yeah. have. It's cool. You wouldn't it's have. Cool. Because the thing is, is like you and my wife are almost like y'all are similar. So if she ain't want to do something, you ain't going to want to do something. Like Y'all got the same personality. But anyway. Um, I don't know what that means. But, uh, okay. But I did notice myself. Yeah, I just didn't sounds, sounds weirder than it is. But anyway. So, it's weird. It's weird. Definitely weird. <laughs> now, we were talking about... Um, something recently we were talking about something in current events and she was like well what did what does ryan think about it and i told her she's like yeah see me and ryan we always got the same opinion on stuff and i was just like yeah basically (laughs) but anyway anyway back to the uh comedy show shut up now (laughs) (laughs) so we're at the lit af tour whatever you know everybody's going through it's a good show. Everybody's funny. Everybody got their moments, you know, here or there. And so DeRay Davis was the last comedian to come up. So when he comes on stage, you know, we already been there, whatever, hour and a half. It actually was a pretty quick show, but about an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes, he came on. So we're like, all right, cool. Then all of a sudden, this uh, young African-American lady comes up the stairs you know, slides down. We're like in the middle of the row. So she got to, you know, everybody got to stand up and let her through or whatever. So she sits down right next to me. And I was a little disappointed because I'm like, I had that little empty seat. And, you know, whenever you're in a auditorium type of place, when you got an empty seat next to you where you can stretch out a little bit, it's, it's always a great feeling. Especially so when she you talk. Came and, yeah. Right. So she came and took that seat. I'm like, ah, you know, whatever. So as soon as she sat down, she was just loud and drunk and obnoxious. And so she's like, oh, oh, you know, I'm sorry. I got to I gotta get right back up. My auntie wants some drinks. I guess her oh. auntie was sitting next to her. So as soon as she sat down, she got back, went, got a couple drinks. She had two <laughs> drinks when she came back. I never saw her auntie take a sip out of neither one. She took both of them mugs to the head. <laughs> but <laughs> to make a long story short, she was just loud and obnoxious. Like the whole time, she's like, oh, D-Ray Davis, that's my favorite comedian. Ooh, I love him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then he he said something like, you know, where are all the single people at? And she like, I'm not single, but I'm looking for a summer boo. Ooh, I need me a summer boo. And I'm just like, do not look at me because it's, it's not happening. 
Now, luckily, you know, by the grace of God here, I will say that after like 10 minutes, and I, well, she got a phone call, which of course she took the phone call while we were in the comedy show. Wow. Then What's the her and her. Rate? Was the phone on vibrate? That's all no, it was on ring. It was on <laughs> ring. <laughs> of, course. <laughs> of course. And she took the phone call and was talking loud as hell. And then she and her aunt were got into some deep philosophical discussion about her life and her life choices. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to listen to D. Ray Davis tell jokes. Like, shut up. So, luckily, after about 10 minutes of just annoying me to no end, she got another phone call or she got a text. Somebody else, one of her other partners was there at the comedy show and she decided to go sit with them. So, she ruined my night for like 10 minutes and then she disappeared and she was gone. So, but that was uh, that was my week in blackness, just the loud, drunk, ignorant uh, person that we all hate to be at public events with so it's pretty black <laughs> right what about you right uh my week in blackness uh was nba basketball i'm still i'm enthralled with the playoffs i've been watching a game or two every night um uh, it's one of those things that it's a, i got a love hate relationship with the playoffs one i love basketball but two i hate the two two games every night and i hate having a game every night I either want you to put all the games on Tuesday and Thursday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, or I need you to space that out because I ain't got time to devote my entire life to basketball. And I feel like I have to in order to really get the, you so far. get the feeling of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we do what we have to do. You know, it's a it's a passion of mine. But um, I got a chance to see uh, uh, the LeBronto Raptors uh, get slaughtered by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Again. Again, yeah, they swept them. I can't believe it. <laughs> I kind of can't believe it, but I can't believe it. Because it was one of those years, y'all know on, the, on a previous episode, I told you how soft DeMar DeRozan was. I said how soft he was, even in being guarded by LeBron in the All-Star game. He was being soft out there, not shooting the ball and stuff. Did the same thing with his real team. I thought it was going to be different this year. But nope, not going to be different. So uh, I didn't. It's never different with them. They always look good in the regular season, yeah. and then they always end up being trash and getting smashed. Man, such a letdown. I'm not a fan of that team, but I recognize that team's talent. And this year, I thought, this is it now. On top of the Cavs not being that great of a basketball team. And then, too, I just thought Toronto was a lot better. They had a bench. Everybody on that team was hooping. Who knew C.J. Miles was the only dude on that team with heart? Because in that, in that last game, C.J. Miles was out there. He trying to get buckets. He probably shot more shots than DeMar DeRozan did. And then he asked to be uh, kicked out of that game with that flagrant, too, because it was so weak. Yeah, But let's also just give it shouts to – I mean, I, I've never been a huge LeBron fan. I mean, I, Brian, I know you and I, we went to go see him uh, rookie, uh, his rookie year. Remember that? Yeah, you and that I was a disappointment. Ish was, was there, too. Ish was there, too. He just didn't sit with us. Really? Yeah. Man, I didn't know that. Hey, Paul, switch your, uh, switch your uh, mic around, probably to the other side, the loud side. side. Okay. See if that's better. Okay. Now, this, now you're on the opposite side of what you told me last week. But, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it just switches up, man. You <laughs> never know with them cheap mics. Get you a snowball, but, but, man. But look, man, I've never been a huge LeBron fan. I mean, I, I, I recognize, you know, his, his, his talents and stuff like that. But I'm just, but man, he is, let's just be real. He is, I mean, he has really stepped into this play. I mean, this dude, they need to test him for something. This dude's on steroid, all kinds mm. of human growth hormones, something. This dude mm. is. He's playing out of his mind this year, and I mean, it's, I, I, honestly, I've come around on him 
so much and it is in the last and in this playoffs because man he is just literally dragging this team to the finals and I, you know I don't know Brad Stevens man he he, he can scheme he, he, but I don't know if he can I don't know if the, the team's got enough talent to to hang with LeBron and there, there's nobody gonna stop him I just can't see it man so man shouts to LeBron because he's just it's just impressive his age and all those miles on his body to to be doing what he's doing this this playoffs not this is I'm definitely uh, impressed with what he's done I've never been that impressed with him overall but. I got to give it to him this year, for real. Yo, I'm still mad that when we went to go see him in Memphis, he only had six points that game. I remember that, and I never forget. That was the Dewan Wagner era, man. <laughs> yeah, Dewan yeah. That game, was, that game was trash, man. He had six points. I'm like, I came all the way down here for this. He was a rookie. What, he was like I don't care. We the- went to see the phenom LeBron James, and he gave us six. But that's okay. That's all right. It's not his fault. You know, it happened. It was a blowout. That's just, it is what it is. It happens sometimes. So, let's get into these news topics, fellas. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, let's start off with, uh, <laughs> this is one that uh, that Paul was very passionate about in the in the group me chat. So, uh, the University of Florida recently had a graduation, and uh, the uh, apparently the students were trying to celebrate a little too much, and the president didn't like it. And uh, he he later had to apologize, but explain to us what happened there, Paul. Yeah, so it, this happened over the weekend. Uh, University of Florida, they had a graduation. I don't think it was like their full graduation. I guess they break it up by like colleges. So I think this was specifically uh, the, the undergraduates for the College of Nursing and Liberal Arts and Sciences. Uh, from the story I read, it said about nine hundred graduates were at, attending this particular this particular graduation. I'm sure University of Florida has several others for other schools. So around 900 kids graduating. Uh, so, you know, you know, as most of these graduations go, you know, they're like two, three hours long. Everybody's out there waiting around, you know, waiting for their, their, their loved one or loved ones to go across. But usually just there to see one person cross that stage, more than like, let's be real. So during sometime during this, this uh, the, the commencement, uh, around 30 different kids, thir- and again, I should it's 30 different kids, decided to, as they were crossing the stage, to do a bit of a dance. Some was kind of small, you know, just kind of, you know, a little, you know, a little two-step kind of thing, and some were kind of really getting into it. But I guess as this was progressing, uh, there was one, uh, like, marshal, a kind of a guy that's supposed to, like, you know, help, you know maybe hand you the, the diploma or something like that, but he was basically ushering them off the stage. And as... Oh, he wasn't ushering. That definitely was not, yeah, not. That's not the word to use. No, no, I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. So like, so, so, so he, he, he I, but I guess he was, he was standing there, you know, doing in some kind of capacity. It, it, anyway, he had like the, the the garb on, whatever you call it, the the, the frock. <laughs> and then he, uh, as these as so, so, some kids, he he was just kind of like pushing along, and some kids, like as they started doing their dance, he was definitely like grabbing them, shoving them. Uh, out of the off the frame because they had it like on the jumbotron you could see the kids as they were dancing and you could see them kind of being manhandled and so that's uh, in a lunch show that's what happened so basically 30 kids come out there and they were all like from most i think i think not all of them were black i think there were a couple of hispanic uh, kids or maybe even white kids that were doing that but they were mostly all from the article i read they were all members of various uh, fraternities and sororities and so i guess these this dance was called a stroll and they were doing that to show show pride in their, 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 their organizations, which that's all well and good. But, you know, so that, that's what went down. And then after that, subsequent to that, you know, obviously it, it caused a stir in social media. Uh, 
the school came out and harshly apologized for the actions. Uh, they put the uh, the guy, the marshal, that was kind of kind of manhandling these guys on paid administrative leave. There's been calls for him to get fired and stuff like that. So in a nutshell, that's a story, guys. But I know you guys have read the stories or heard a little bit about it. So you know, what did you guys think about it? Well, first thing that I want to bring up, and it's very interesting because you just said. I guess they call it a stroll. Like, you're not <laughs> familiar with what strolling is. Like, how did you go to Memphis or how did you go to the school where you went? And you seem like this is a foreign thing to you, this whole strolling idea. I've never heard of the stroll. I've heard, like, the step. And, I mean, I've, I've seen it, but I've never... I guess I just never. I guess I just missed that part. So I never heard this. I never heard of the the stroll, but I definitely have never seen it used in in a commencement uh, ceremony. So maybe I missed that part. I I, I have no clue. Ryan, I don't Paul know about is this definitely a spy. I'm, I'm old. Oh my gosh! I'm old. Oh my gosh! So I'm old. And oh I, my! Gosh. And I graduated from UMSL, so it's not like people was doing anything cool at that graduation. Wow. We was just we was and trying to get home. People at our graduation at UMSO had to go to work afterwards. And yeah. y'all are on a show called The Black Delegates and y'all don't know what strolling is? Well explain oh, to, explain to us what it is. We have more black Good people at our school than yours, but go ahead. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, strolling in itself, and I'm I was not a Greek. I was not in a fraternity, so I'm not gonna attempt to go into the history or the depths of strolling, but that is just something that uh, the black Greek folks do, the fraternities, the sororities, any party that you go to, you see them strolling around, doing their fraternity stroll. They step as well, but they also like to stroll. And so for me, and I've been to way too many graduations, whether it's high school or college or whatever, but Almost every graduation I've gone to where there are black people, black people like to dance across the stage. It's not all of them, but some of them, they want to dance. And my thing is, if I went to this school for four years and paid you whatever, $30,000, $50,000, $100,000, I'm going to be able to dance across the stage. You're not going to pull me across that stage. If I want to dance, damn it, let me dance. I don't have any problem with it um this is something again that greeks especially do but it's not only greeks a lot of people it's a joyous occasion so if somebody wants to dance across the stage after they spent four years sometimes five six eight years to get that degree let them have that moment there's no reason whatsoever for you to take away that moment and i know you guys are talking about you know, graduations are too long and you need to get it over. It's going to be long anyway. I've never been to a graduation ceremony that was really enjoyable. So it's going to be long. It's going to be boring. At least let me be entertained by people strolling, dancing, stepping, or doing cartwheels across the stage. <sighs> I've been thinking about this all week. And I think I'm going to have to unfortunately side with Box Wine Poppy. Um, ah, yes, finally look, man, I got look, one. Look, look, when you go to a graduation, I understand that you are happy, you're elated, you know what I'm saying? Throw up the fist, man, do a fist pump, turn a cartwheel for all I care, maybe a backflip. As long as you keep the line moving, do what you wish. But when you got to stop and do a bunch of stuff, man, get out of here with that. 
There's a procession going on behind you. There's a procession going on in front of you. Keep moving. Because we don't want to be there no longer than we have to. We drove all the way from out of town just to see you. And more than likely, the person uh, in front of you has a really long name. Y'all know when you got them really bad names? Man, the ones that the, the announcer can't even pronounce, it's just it's too much. You know, you already, uh, you know, we got to sit there through all your... And every every college doesn't break it up like that with uh, schools or whatever. Because I know for a fact mine didn't, and it was entirely too long. And they tell you, oh, don't leave until the person, until everybody's graduated. But that never happens. People leaving out of there, man, is, is messing it all up. I'm, I'm not a fan of graduations anyway. Get them done. Get off the stage. It's cool. You could dance. Put it on YouTube later. We don't yeah. care. To, to man, you got a stunt on. for the gram. To, to follow all this up, to follow the right poppy is back. And I say, get all the way <laughs> out of here with that. Listen to me, man. I, look, I'm, I'm all liberal, you know, all Black Lives Matter, all that good stuff, man. But when it comes to graduations, the graduate, this is all about getting people off that stage and keep it moving because people are trying to get out of there. I went, like I said, I went to a graduate this, this weekend. We drove five hours to get there. It should have taken four. It took five. We sat there at the hotel. We got a kid. We drive over there at, at 7 o'clock at night. We get there 30 minutes late. <laughs> we get in there, a kid acting squirmy. I got to keep taking him outside. Man, it was hot as a mug in that in that graduation. That school costs way too much money not, not, not to have no air in that nice not nice uh, uh, gymnasium they had in there. It was boiling hot in there. I got a, I got a, a suit and tie on. The, the kids got a sweater. <laughs> the wife, all of us are sweating. Everybody's fanning themselves. Man, it, it, people up there, the 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 the, the salutorian, the, the valedictorian, they sitting there up there crying, telling their little personal stories. Nobody want to hear that mess, man. We want to hear one person's name, take a couple pictures, and get right. up out of there. Right. And so, like, I'm all about like, man, having fun and stuff like that. But if, if it's one or two of y'all, like, if one dude just you know out of 900 people, one two dudes went up there and just kind of did a little dance, and it was kind of funny, and it was a good dance. I got no problem. I'm gonna laugh and just be like, okay, keep moving, man. When it's 10, 20, 30 of y'all. Nah, man, no, no, no way in H E L L. Get up out of here, because that well, all you're doing is wasting my time. Well, this is where I agree with you. I do think that graduation ceremonies are way too long. There's way too many people talking. There's way too much going on. But I think you can cut. First of all, the salutatorian. That Get person go. You can Get go. out of here. You finish yeah. second. You second. We don't reward second. You're the first loser. Salute it, baby. Right. All, all you gotta do is sing. If you're the not double. first, you're last. So get the salutatorian out of here. Get the intro. The people who introduce the speakers or introduce. Yes, get go, get all them out no, of there. No, get get, get but, the speakers out of there. Just just give out the diploma. And let's no. The, the person speaking but, is the best part. You can have no, one speaker. Not. The guest speaker you can is have the best one part. speaker. You can have one. That's fine. I think if you have one, it works. When you got twelve, then it gets laborious. But Put the one guest speaker up there. Let the people come. And just, matter of fact, just do a Soul Train line. And everybody can go ahead and do their little dance. Like I said, if I paid $100,000 to go to this school, damn it, I'm a dance. That sounds like a time. I, I think, just on the serious tip, I just think like there's a time and place for everything. So like, I so I read a little bit more about the story. So like, I guess the, so the, the, the there's a black student, a black student association or black alumni association at the University of Florida. I guess they have a separate uh, 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 event before graduation for uh, before graduation no. for like for members of the black student. I, f- I forget what the name. It's like an African term, uh, but I guess you know there they do a lot of this this the, 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 this uh, 
what you call it? Not stepping. What you call it again? Uh, strolling. strolling. Yeah. So they do a lot of the strolling things like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, I feel like there's. Just nope. those, I feel like there's there's events that that, that I that's need fine. my grandma to see me strolling. I need my and, grandma and to see thing. me stunting. See, my grandma so that, ain't gonna be there for the early thing. She only coming to one. She yeah, only coming yeah. to one. So I need her to be there. I need my cousin to be there. I need my three kids to be there. <laughs> I need everybody to be there and Man, see me stroll look. across the stage. Give me that moment. I don't know how y'all raised. All I know is that my mom saw me do that up there. Look, man, I'm going to get my ass beat right there in the middle of my own graduation. <laughs> that's how that's going to go down. You realize how long it took me last week to edit the podcast. Let's let's hold it up. Let's slow it down. Okay, let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me edit it out. Okay, look, I don't know about y'all, but my mom, if I had done that at my graduation, she would have beat my butt right there in the middle of my own graduation. I mean, I mean hit me with the purse, all mace me, all that good stuff right there. I mean, so like... My, like I don't know, I, I my family I can't see them really like being down with with me doing that. I mean I get I get the pride and I get all that stuff. I just I personally I feel like there's a certain time and place for it, and it's just not during this commencement when you got all these people, everybody waiting for their one special loved one to cross that stage, and you taking time. And then second of all, just to get some jokes off on this, man, some of those weren't even some good some uh, some some good strolls, man. Let's be honest. I mean like if you're gonna do. A, a good stroll. Let's make a good stroll out there. Let's 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 hit you know like some Chris Brown moves. These were some trash moves I saw up there. And so I, I may have, so so uh, so first of all, I, so second of all, I think they were justified in get them off stage just on that alone, man. Because you got to have some better move. If you're gonna come there and bring it in front of 900 graduates and probably two three thousand people in the audience, you better bring it. And they were they were these were some trash moves they were executing out there. Matter of fact, I think you just got to the point of it. I see. Why the two of y'all are hating so much. I was about to say we need to change this pod to the old colored delegates because (laughs) y'all just got these old 1932 views. But, Ryan, I don't think I've ever really seen you dance. And, Paul, I really can't picture you dancing either. So, I think neither of y'all can dance. And so, that's why y'all got this hate because you see these people got these little moves. They got this elation. And y'all wish that y'all could do that. So, I think that's that's the real reason here that y'all hating. I can do a trash Harlem shake with the best of them. Okay? <laughs> I can do a trash Harlem shake with the, with the, with the worst of them. Okay? No, that's no problem. Still, it just ain't no place for it, man. I, just, I, I think at that particular event... With that's in that situation, I just don't think it's, it it was necessary. But just to just to move the story forward, so like I want to follow up on. So let me just get on this. Like, so the after the all this went down, of course, there was a lot of outrage and things like that. So then there were, of course, the Black Student Union at the University of Florida and the uh, I think this was like the the, the yeah Black Alumni uh, Black Alumni Organization at the University of Florida. They both put out statements, blah blah. And so they're all asking for these things. So they're asking for mandatory training. For implicit bias, for all the commencement marshals, for for here on out going forward, they want an investigation of all these of all these things. They want to be you know apprised of everything. They want outreach. They want uh, funds put toward other various organizations on campus, things like that. You know, so all that's well and good. I, I and I get what you're saying, uh, ish. You know, talking about you know let them do that. But I just wonder, like, how do you? Like what are we going to like where you can like you can just do whatever you want and like what if someone wants to read a long ass poem or a long butt poem <laughs> that they they spent four years at funeral Florida and <sighs> I'm cutting all this out. Can they do a four year pl- can they do a can they do a read a long or read a book? Can they read a book they wrote? Can I mean what where do we stop with this? Like hey, these people want to dance and these people want to do something something others equally as silly. It's just like I mean I don't, Yo, I don't I'm look, a little you, trash. I'm just trying to understand it. You have to understand this so. Especially when it comes to 
minorities in college, a lot of these people are first generation college graduates, or if not first, second. So maybe their parents graduated from college and they graduated from college. Or a lot of them, like I said, their parents never got that opportunity to to graduate from college. So for black and brown people in America to graduate from college is still seen as like a great achievement. You know, for a lot of the other cultures, it's something that's just expected. Like you're just expected. You're going to go to high school, then you're going to go to college, get your degree, then you're going to jump off in the workforce. For a lot of minorities, that's not the case. So this is a big moment. So why are we going to take away that elation just for, because let's think about it. How much time are they really taking? If they just let them do their dance, whatever, we're talking about maybe 10 minutes extra for the whole graduation. And that's being overly generous with that time. So it's not really taking that much time. It's but just what if, what, 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 old what, what, people what? don't want to see it. Get 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 over it. Let them but be happy. Nine hundred kids. If there's if if one fifth of that of the nine hundred is is African American and all hey, African Americans want to dance. I mean, you said every single hey, one can do whatever. You they want. went to school for four years. Go for it. This your time. Take it. Shine. Anyway, I, okay, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually I'm gonna create a Facebook account again so I can just I can just see some comments on this because this is this is this is crazy. I mean, I'm just like, there's no way, no no. Me, I'm I'm all the way out on this one. No way. This is like, there, there's time place. All the way out. I'm all the way out. There, I'm all the way. I'm all the way out on this topic. Right. <laughs> we moving on to the next one. Let's get, let's keep and I'm a, hey Ryan, you are gonna have to cut this out. out. Yeah, you are gonna have to edit this out. But I know my thing is is. On one side again, my thing is like on the left side, so I don't know if you had to split it or whatever, but just FYI. Uh, okay, yeah, I probably could do that. Just copy it and just run it through both. Sides. Ish, I'm telling you now, you invite me to a retirement ceremony or like a, like a like a baby shower or anything in this in the, in the future. I, I'm coming in there and I'm taking up 45 minutes of everybody's time doing something stupid. I'm just gonna let you know that now. So let's go. So, so invite me, and when everybody's booing me and throwing tomatoes at me, just, just I'm just say, hey, hey, Ish approved this. He said it was okay, and so that's you don't know my family, bro. I'm used to it. <laughs> So, so ultimately, it's just a lot of talented people that are graduating that want to show off their talents. Kind of like our next uh, story. Uh, he's so talented, oh. Donald Glover. Everybody loves Donald Glover. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna come you. out. I'm gonna come out right now. I'm, I gotta be super honest. His number one hater is Amin Al Hassan. I think I am number two. I hate everything about Donald Glover, man. I don't Jeez. know why. I can't tell you a reason. Dude's face just irks me. Every time I see him in something, it just bothers me. And then the fact that he continues to get more and more praise bothers me even more. Because I'm just like, I don't see the big deal about what you're doing. And so we got a chance this week to... Uh, he put out a, a video. Uh, he was on SNL this weekend, so... Yay, you know, more Donald Glover. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I looked at a, one of the clips and, you know, he was doing the, the Lando, which I admit, it's a good Lando. I like it. You know, talk just like just like Billy D. But, you know, skits weren't funny. Wasn't a fan of it. And uh, my wife uh, messages me and she's like, oh, you got to look at this, this Donald Glover video. Y'all got to talk about it on the podcast. And I'm like, E2 Brute? Talking about Donald Glover, you know, saying like we got a we got a non Donald Glover house, man. Like, don't talk about Donald Glover here, 
or we're going to have a problem. So I, I decided, you know, at first I ignored her. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to look at that. And then I think it came up again on, uh, I don't know, something I was listening to or watching or uh, on my timeline. So I'm like, let me go ahead and, and watch the video. So let me, let me put my, my hater mask on. So when I originally watched it, and this is full hater, I was, I was all the way hating. I was like, nothing about this is going to be good. I don't care what he's doing. I'm looking for the negative stuff. I'm like, first of all, you got your shirt off. And I'm oh, like, man, bro, let me get on, let me get on, put your shirt put your shirt back <laughs> no, on. No, 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 Ryan. Let, 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 let the man keep his shirt off because he, he, he basically out there, you know, repping for all the dad bods out there. So I felt better about my yeah, body. Yeah, he, he was. was. He was making me, my, me feel good about my body because I was looking at him and like, man, you need to keep your shirt on, dog. And I look like trash. I, I felt like, uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt uncomfortable with the brother, you know, dancing around with his shirt off. Man, and then sure. he was dancing. And I'm like, you know what? Now you know what's going to happen. We got to hear how great of a dancer Donald Glover is. He's so talented. <laughs> like, man, get his out of here with that were choreographed, But his moves were just as trash as all those Florida, Florida graduates. I'm sorry. <laughs> Florida graduates had better moves than he did. Yeah. So he had his, he had his Nat Turner pants on. No, I don't think he had no shoes on. You know, he he's dancing around. I'm like, this dude made a video just so he could dance around with his shirt off. And his and his chest looked like man. He didn't he didn't do a push he had up. Taco I mean, meat. His chest looked like ground turkey meat, man. Taco <laughs> meat. Yeah, he had the taco meat going. And, so, and, and then and then his, his hair, man. Like the dude looked. He, <laughs> he looked like. Yeah, his his beard his beard was 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 uh oh look, man look, it was Nat, it was Nat Turner look, bushy. I showed it to the wife. Right? I, I showed the video to the wife because we were talking about this too, right? So I, and so I, we, we we were actually joking around, like, oh yeah, we can talk about this in the pod. I didn't know that. I, I didn't tell her Ryan's the ultimate hater on on on, on old boy. But uh, <laughs> she, my wife turned to me and she said, uh, she said, yeah, he he just stepped off the slave ship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's probably part of it. But you know, I, I watched it all the way through, and I think I put it up immediately on the group me, and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> And that was without me really thinking about it. And then I had to think about it. And I'm like, okay, let me wash the hate off my face. Let me start over. I'm going to watch it again and try to look at it from an artistic perspective, which I did. But, um, yeah, and? I'm a, uh, it, it made sense, man. It was pretty deep. It was, like it was, shot the, uh, the, it, the choir. Yeah, yeah. So it was less about what. To me, what he was doing, it was about what everything happening in the background was. So everybody in the background was doing something. There was a guy who uh, jumped off a, a ledge, like he committed suicide. There were, you know, some terrorist kind of things going on in the background. There was like riots going on in the background. People were, you know, he was shooting people. So, and he was, you know, this is America. And so I, I totally get that. And I also got to me where the whole thing is about where, uh, no matter what's going on in our society, we still just dancing. We dancing and we entertaining and we out here trying to make money at graduation and get paid. Yeah. yeah, no matter what it is, and that's that's what I got from it. So in that respect, yes, I I um, I thought the video was very artistic, and he's so talented. What did you think <laughs> about the song though? Did you like? Did you like the? the it was beat, fine. The, the it was fine. What? It was fine. And that that was a thing for me. So when I first heard it, I saw all the hoopla about it before I actually heard the song. So I was like, "Oh, let me go, let me go look at this video everybody's talking about." And so the first time I watched it, 
I was like, eh, I kind of was the same way that you were. I was like, ah, what's the big deal? Like, all right, he's dancing and, you know, the song's all right. And I wasn't blown away by it. But then I went back and I watched it a couple more times and I started to pick up on the things that you were talking about, everything that was going on in the background. So even for me, and today is the first day that I watched it, I think it's still too fresh for me to make a judgment. But each time I watch it, I like it more. Like the first time I was underwhelmed, but as I see all this imagery, all, you know, they had a uh, Jim Crow imagery in there. They uh-huh. referenced uh, the Dylan Roof shooting. Yeah. They referenced, he had the, uh, what's the guy from the Boondocks? Uncle Ruckus. He did the Uncle Ruckus phase. So they had all these little symbols and uh, even cer- certain dances that he was doing, like all these things that you can pick apart and recognize where they're from. And so I appreciate that artistic content or that ability to make something deep because most of the music videos that come out now is just people at a club drinking twerking smoking like that's it like all the music videos basically look the same so the fact that he had a vision the fact that he went deep you know it was almost like a a film a short film you know i appreciate that i do think that if this video was put out maybe 20, 25 years ago, it may not have gotten the same amount of hype because then you had other people, you had other people who were doing videos that had some depth behind it as well. But now there's a lack of depth in music videos. So this one just looks like it stands out like crazy, but I I like it. Shout out to them. You know, I got, I got no hate. Uh, whatsoever about. I think it's better. It's better as a video than it is a song. Because as as a song, I don't think it's he's really he's really saying all that much. But yeah, go mean, ahead, Paul. Definitely, yeah. I mean, I think it. I mean, is it a, is it a great song? No, it's not something I I bump over and over again. But I, I mean, I, I dig the the vibe he's going for. He's trying to you know send a message with the with the video itself. I'm I'm not entirely understanding everything, and I need to watch a little bit more of the the background thing. I, I caught a few things, but I've only seen it I think maybe two and a half times. So. Need to catch it a couple more times. I mean, I have jokes about the outfit, but I think the dude's talented, man. The dude, he's doing a lot of stuff. Do you do either of you guys watch Atlanta or or no? I haven't watched this season yet. I have to catch up. I watched the last season. I loved it. I heard this season's a little different, but I'm definitely going to catch up with it. I just haven't uh, gotten to it yet. I was weird about Atlanta because I know I started watching it uh, at first. It's got some of those, I don't know, I guess I didn't understand like what type of show this was? Like, is this a dry humor show? Is this a realistic show? I don't, I don't know what it is. And so the parts where it will have those that dry humor it would always throw me off. And I was like, oh, I don't like this. And then I don't like Donald Glover anyway, so that didn't help. I was just like, yeah, I think I'm out on this. And I, I haven't watched more than like three or four episodes, I think. But hey, the dudes definitely do it big though. I mean, you got to give us probably I mean, the dude no, wrote yeah. on wrote on Thirty Rock. His you know then he did he did Community and wrote on that and starred on that you know featured in that. Then now he's doing ATL, which is getting good reviews. Now I mean I, I dig it. I, I haven't watched much much of this season, but I've heard uh, you know some spoilers from this season. I've heard some episodes that are really great, so I need to catch up on that when I get a chance. Uh, and he's doing the music stuff too. And, and I'm not a big fan of the music stuff, but I'm just I'm old, so I don't listen to this type, this type of music anymore. But I mean, he's doing it big, and now he's going to be in the Star Wars movie. So I mean, like you know, props to this dude. He's 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 taking advantage of, of all of it, and 
And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's uh. You know, I actually um, I didn't know like who he was. I you know I would see Childish Gambino on stuff, but you know I wasn't checking for him like that. And then I heard him freestyle on uh, uh, Sway. So I was like, oh man, this dude could spit. And so then I was like, oh, when his, let me check out his, his albums. And, you know, I pulled him up and that's when he had that singing album. And so that was my first disappointment <laughs> with Donald Glover. <laughs> yeah, that that was an odd one because I wasn't prepared for that either. People kept telling me it was dope. And I was yeah. like, I'd heard his previous album. So I was like, oh, let me get this. And then it was like soul music. I was like, yes. what? Like, what is this? I, I, I couldn't process it, but. So I, I was with you there, and after I after I finally gave up the idea that it was supposed to be a rap album, then I could enjoy it a little bit more. But that yeah, that was a little uh, just out of nowhere. Yeah, but to move on to the next topic, uh, but just with Donald Glover, if you listen out there, Donald, please just shave your shoulders uh, and get a comb, and yeah, and put your shirt back on, please. No man, no. Keep Thank you, on. Thank so, you for. Doing it for all the hairy chested folks out there, man. We appreciate it. We yeah. appreciate it. It, it, it did kind of look like it did kind of look like Ish a little bit. <laughs> Got a rep, baby. Ish, I'm telling you, Ish, you better not have. Don't invite me to no retirement. Hey, shower, whatever. I'm coming with my shirt off. I'm, I'm not shaving nothing. I'm coming with a gut out, shirt off. I'm, I'm gonna look like Tracy Morgan. If, I'm gonna look like the brown, the light brown Tracy Morgan walking up in, in there, and I'm gonna take up all your time with some something that nobody wants to see. Hey, he he inspired me. The next podcast is gonna be a video podcast, and I'm going shirtless, baby. Oh. <laughs> Dancing around the stage. All right, I love it. What's love up? It. All right, and you will be fired. And speaking of being <laughs> fired, let's talk about uh, uh, Brit. Her name Brit. Brit McHenry. Brit, yeah. From ESPN. Uh, whose story is this? Y'all didn't put your names on there. Well, this was a story that Paul put on there, but I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, direct the discussion unless He's, Paul has something specific. My story, so go ahead I have appropriated it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a little under the weather, so I did not pick out my own story. So I just jacked Paul. Um, so Britt McHenry is an ESPN or a former ESPN reporter, and she is in the news because she went on Twitter, and I will say I believe now she is like a Fox news uh, correspondent so she went on to the twitter and said that she was demoted or basically fired because she's white and she made too much money now you all may recall that last year in 2017 that espn laid off a bunch of people i don't even remember how many but it was like massive layoffs at ESPN, and a lot of people that we might have watched on a daily basis or weekly basis ended up getting caught up under there. Uh, but for Britt McHenry, and that is about the whitest name that you can find, uh, she feels like that she was fired because she was white. And this whole world where all these black and brown people are taking over, you know, they just couldn't have a pretty white lady on the news uh, making money. And so the lib- the liberal folks at ESPN fired her because she was white. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Paul. Well, I mean, like, yeah. Man, I, I, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, get all the way out of here. You, you're, get all the way out of here with Kanye and 
and dancing at graduations. No, get get out of here, Brit. I mean, like, this is America. There will never be a, a part where a, a, a and man, she's beautiful. I'm I'm, I'm gonna give her all the credit. She's beautiful. Uh, we're a beautiful, mm, uh, we're a beautiful blonde lady that you know can, cannot have Regular. a job. She's she'll she'll do just fine. I think the problem she had, you know, I'm kind of giving a little bit more about her story, her backstory is she's been on, she was on, she's been on ESPN for or some years, uh, but she had a very famous incident a few years ago where she was caught on camera. I guess she had gotten maybe a little bit tipsy. Her car got impounded uh, in 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 Virginia, in Arlington, Virginia, uh, and so she had to go to a. a a tow yard to go pick her car back up and she basically berated the the staff uh, of the uh the tow yard she was you know using oh i can have you fired do you know who i am you're ugly you know kind of body Did she say the audacity of caucasity right. strikes again yes yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so so i mean all this made on, on all this is on video she didn't know that she was being like you know had they had a security camera in there and then somebody from the tow yard basically released the video and so that made a big scandal and so she was like basically suspended for a week or two and it was a big thing but i think it really hurt her because you know people like i remember before that story like you kind of see her like oh man you know she's you know she's just a, kind of a really attractive young girl on there but you know you just kind of you know was anything she was saying amazing no but but she was you know really attractive but then after that story came out you know just kind of you kind of felt a way about her because she man she just she was just going in on the lady with all this you know like you'll never be like me and I mean, you, you had to go find the video but she was i mean that's how she was going at at, at that and she kind of apologized. She apologized and kind of blamed on, you know, she had had a little bit too much to drink that night and stuff like that. But you know, so then it went on for a couple of years. But I think I think her her image just never really recovered after that. And so I, I mean, I mean, I remember like you know seeing her two years after that. And every time I see her on there, I, that's all I would that story, think of. That story was like that, that that happened, blah blah. And not that it bothered me that she was on there, but just that's the first thing I thought about. So like when this round round the layoffs, so we know ESPN's having trouble. Like they just gotta let they just letting people go. I, I, do I think she got fired because she was white? No, I think that she probably got fired because she's lame, highly paid. A jerk. Uh, she, she's, lame. Yeah, yeah, highly paid. Uh, n- you know, not really bringing anything special to table other than she's really beautiful. And and then three, she's got a bad, she's got a negative, you know, a, a, a view of her out there in the media. I mean, that, those things do play a part into into it, right? I don't think her being white or black or anything uh, plays any part into it. If anything, she got her job in the first place because she is beautiful and blonde. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Paul really loves this woman. Yeah, he do. <laughs> you know, said where, where, where the white like women at? Thirty-five times, right? <laughs> let's be. Let's be. I mean, it's it's it, this is really about beauty. I mean, there's no ugly. There's are there any ugly, super ugly ESPN reporter? If you are ugly, uh, you better know your stuff. Like like Doris. If Doris Burke uh, did not know her her business and know about basketball, do you think she'd be on there doing? doing That's like stuff? the woman of your dreams, man. You calling what are you Doris Burke about? ugly? You saying she ugly now? I'm not when saying she, I don't know, but she's she's not Britman Henry level type attractive, and I, it's easier for somebody that's like Britman Henry to get a job on ESPN. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's enough. not let's not diss Doris Burke now. Now I often tell you you're weird for liking Doris Burke, but I know you didn't just say that Brit looks better than Doris Burke. Doris is she's up in years these days, but uh, she's still she's still quite more attractive than. Uh, <laughs> ESPN has done done her well by getting her dolled up a little bit more, you know, putting the glasses on. Before, if you remember watching her on some of those sidelines, she just had the hair pulled back, no makeup on. It was a little little rough, but she knows her basketball, so yeah, she yeah. knows her stuff. So they're gonna keep her on there. But with Brickman Henry, she got she got on there straight because of the looks, you know. She got well, on straight because of the looks. Let me, let me say this: You said you remember that story, and now that you mentioned it, I do recall that happening. 
But you remember that happening with Britt McHenry? Britt McHenry? I don't remember anything about her. So like when this story her came up, I was like, she was on ESPN? <laughs> so <laughs> that story you told me makes that connection. But she got fired off ESPN because she's forgettable. And, right, exactly, exactly. And she wasn't a powerhouse. They had to cut salary. It's not because you're white, but we live in a society now where people feel like, certain people feel like there's too many minorities Got to get those blacks out, get those Mexicans out, get those Muslims out. So this is just part of that dog whistling to where all the white people are being punished. And so that that's her go-to story because it couldn't be that she's not good enough. It had to be because she's white and they hired some less talented black person or minority person over her. It's ridiculous. It's 2018. Listen, I'm all for women having equal rights, getting equal pay, getting treated right, but if you're not that good, just admit that you're not that good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. frankly, all the commentators on ESPN that are black are NBA players or former NBA players. It's not It's not that many That's just, not, just hanging around. Carrie, just you got Kerry Champion. You got, well, Jamel. Well, Jamel got kicked off. But she's still on ESPN. She, she's, still get, she's still cashing yeah, out. Yeah, but she's, she's not on TV, so she's kicked off. Name some, name some that. more. Name some more. Go ahead. You would name it. Jamel is still on. She's still on there. She's not on Sports Center anymore, but she's still on there. And I think they were probably just letting her, letting it kind of, kind of. The block is a little hot on that stuff right now, so uh-huh. I think they're letting them cool off. I think they're gonna bring it back because they're they're signed long term. So, but hey, put me on TV or not, I'm still I'm still getting I'm still getting paid like I'm on TV. So yeah. hey, what, what, I just what, I just need people. I need people to in their life, and it's something that irks me. I want you to, unless it is blatantly obvious that something racist is happening, I need you to look at yourself, and I need you to think about it and say. Hey, was I a jerk in that situation? Yeah. Did I handle that situation correctly? Well, so if somebody had talked to me the way I talk to people all the time, how would I have felt? If you just do that and you really, really do some some uh, self-examination, a lot of times you figure out that it had nothing to do with your color. Yeah. It was because well, you were a jerk. Don't be a I, jerk I, to people. Nobody likes a jerk. I, I think there's a little bit more to the story because, like I said, so Brittany Henry, like, like Ish was saying, she got laid off earlier this year, blah, 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 or last year. You know, but she's still under contract ESPN, or she has been until I think re- very recently, maybe. So she was still under contract, and so it was kind of like Ethan Strauss. She, she 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 was still getting paid by ESPN, so she couldn't do any other sports related stuff. So she couldn't go out there and go work for Fox. She couldn't do anything. She was still collecting her check from ESPN, uh, and so she she was kind of like locked out of doing anything sports related. So like to keep her name out there over this last year, she's kind of been on Twitter making these kind of like these kind of like you know kind of alt right statements. I think and. I don't. Maybe she believes some of the stuff. Maybe it's just to keep her name in the media. Is what she. I, what I personally think is doing. Maybe she's angling for a. Maybe she's trying to transition to be on Fox. She wants to like be that. the next Tommy Lauren. Exactly. Yeah, or I, I agree. Whatever. I agree. So I think. I, I, so I, personally, do I think she believes? Maybe if she. Believes yes, she does. She does. If she, does. If she says wrong. it, she believes it. You're not about to be letting white folks off the hook. <laughs> she is a bigot and a racist. Come on, come let on, her all burn. right, Poppy. Let, let her right, burn. Poppy. Let it no, go. Let me finish. No. I, <laughs> Do I think she believe it, or is she, or is she like you know, like Connor, using this to 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 try to you know, to, for some ulterior motive to kind of like generate publicity or controversy, or like I don't know, I, but it could with her, just given her what she's been doing on Twitter for the last year and these statements she's been making about not just this but other things, I could see it either way. If she believes it, that's that, that, I think that's terrible, and if she if she's doing it just for to, to create controversy, I think that's terrible too. Either way, I'm not excusing her behavior. I'm just saying. Either way, I'm just saying there could be other there, there could be another angle she's trying to pursue with this. 
and either either one of them is, is pretty much reprehensible. I'm, I agree with that. It's just that you, you already said things. before she's a jerk. She went off on the dude at the car lot. She's just a jerk. We'll just she leave is. it at that. So <laughs> cut it. Let's say what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So if we're going to talk about Britt McHenry, we also have to talk about Mr. Wale. So Wale was in the news for something similar recently, and we can keep this brief. Um, but Wale said that he feels that being dark skin has held him back in hip hop. Mm. What do you guys think? I'm going to let you have this one, Ryan. All right. I am a big Wale fan. I feel like he is one of the last few lyrical rappers left. And But I will admit, admit that nobody's checking for Wale. That's Nobody. always been the case. Nobody has ever been checking for him. No matter how many times I go to the barbershop and I say, hey, man, check out this Wale. This dude can spit. Nobody cares. Yeah. Even the people who actually like lyrical rappers like Ishmael, for whatever reason, yeah. I couldn't get them to get on Wale. Nope. Um I actually had this conversation with my barber and some other people in the shop at one time, and I was like, and dude was straight up dissing Wale, and this was during the uh, 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 Flower Bomb song or whatever, Lotus Flower, whatever it's called, and they are going back and forth about how whack Wale is, and I'm like, have y'all even listened to this dude's album? Because I was like, literally the the last one that came out, you know, uh, was pretty good. And I was I started naming the albums at the time, so I guess it was probably the whichever one it is. It's the uh, man. Once you start stop buying CDs, it's hard to remember the titles to these albums. Um, but the intro music is actually from that from that CD. Um, and I was telling them like, hey man, that was a really uh, a really dope uh, album, and you should check it out. And he was all like, nah man, I heard it was trash. It was this and that, and I ain't like it. And I'm like, but did you listen to it though? Like, oh, no, he too deep for me. Like, that's what I heard a lot. People saying that he was too deep. I don't I don't know how a rapper becomes too deep for people, but that's something I heard, uh, you know, quite frequently. So I don't know what it is. People don't want to listen to music no more. Uh, they don't want to actually know what they're talking about. The album is called The Gifted. But that album was dope. That's the last one I really liked. I actually just listened to his EP. It was also pretty cool just before we started the show. But I don't know what you think ish. Wale is not too deep for me. He's just too boring. Like, he mm. just does not hold my interest. He's one of those guys where, lyrically, he is very talented. I would never call him a whack rapper because lyrically he's talented, but I just don't think he puts together songs very well. I don't know whether it's the beat selection, whether it's just the, the way he rocks the beat. I, I don't know what it is. But he's just one of those people that there's certain songs I like and I can appreciate, but I can't listen to a whole Wale album. And like you said, you tried to push him on me before and I went and I gave him like a for real chance. I listened to a couple of different albums and it was like once I turned him off, I, I never had a desire to go and turn it back on. I was, it was like a homework. I'm doing this because <laughs> I have to. And so I think he's just... Like that's his thing. He's just boring to a lot of people. He just he just doesn't hit that right groove. Uh, but to say that it's because you're dark, and again, we had a situation like this. I think this is more prevalent with women in music, whether it's hip hop or whatever, where you get some of this colorism. And and I I'm not gonna say it can't happen with men, but I think with women, you know, there's this ideal 
in the industry to have a light skin, busty, big booty woman, yada, yada. And if you don't adhere to those physical beauty standards, it's harder for you to make it. Now, there's some women that are dark that have made it, but it's a lot harder. With men, I don't think so. When you think of who is really like the top MC in the game right now, you got like two names. One, some people going to say Drake, which he is a light-skinned brother. But the other is K-Dot, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar is dark. When you talk about greatest of all times, people talk about Biggie. When people talk about (laughs) Big Crit, you could talk about ASAP Rocky. You could talk about Pusha T. You got all these artists. Rick. Uh, Look at... um, Akon. Um, Akon. Not rap, but Akon. Right. Akon. Nobody blacker than Akon. Big boy from Outkast. I mean, you got a lot of people with a lot of melanin that are heralded. You know, we used to listen to 8-Ball and MJG back in the day. Like, they was hot. So, there's not, when you look at men, especially in hip-hop, it's not like the only dudes that's making money or the only dudes that are making hits are light-skinned dudes. Like, again, just like with Britt McHenry, Wale, you just got to look at yourself. Sometimes it's just you. If some people going to, like Ryan, they're going to ride with you. You make music that's in their lane. You don't make music for everybody. Yeah, I don't think, uh, (laughs) I think also, and it goes into what I said about Britt, I think I hear that he's a jerk. So that could probably play into it. I mean, he's kind of got a rep online of being kind of corny. I don't know how that kind of got started, but, you know, he's kind of got his internet persona out there, and, you know, he's kind of been kind of labeled as corny, and that's for years and years and years. I mean, I, I definitely think the dude can spit. So, you know, he's got talent. You know, does, should he be more successful than he is? Maybe. I mean, let's let's be honest, though. He's not unknown. He's not having to go get another job. He's, he's still right. putting out stuff. So, I mean, he's, he's living the life he – you know, he probably always wished. Maybe is it as big as he wants it to be? Maybe not. But who? Get, not everybody gets to have that. I mean, I, I literally called just a couple of years ago. First of all, he's getting name checked by Jerry Seinfeld in movies. They even had a like a, a block on TBS of Seinfeld reruns, and they were all picked by Wale. And it had like a little man. That's because him and him and Seinfeld is cool. Seinfeld's putting yeah. them on. He yeah, had a whole. He had one album called the album about nothing, and it had Seinfeld uh, stuff. Seinfeld was on it talking about and, and, Wale. And, 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 <laughs> and, and, and Seinfeld don't even do TV shows anymore. So, like Seinfeld, yeah. he just gets he just collects the Seinfeld royalties, and he's just chilling, just buying cars and selling selling uh, vintage Porsches. That's all he does. That dude doesn't do anything else, and he's gonna go on a Wale album. So I mean, like, is he as successful as like Drake is? If that if that's what he wants to consider like being successful, okay, I guess you're not there yet. But come on, man, to say you're not successful because of this or that. I, you know, just man. But hey, if the dude drops a, a hot song, I mean, it's gonna come. He'll 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 come around. He can, I mean, the dude can't ha, has has definite talent. Just you know, whatever. So man, I, he tripping you. You got you got the Migos out there. You got Gucci Mane out there. You got Boosie out there. You man, get out of here. You know, with his hairy shoulders out there making money. <laughs> man, you got hairy shoulders out here making money with a shirt off, thinking right. he's sexy. Man, get out of here, man. With your but right. I don't We're know. Like, Wale Wale is just the the dude with dreads, like. I don't know. Women don't be checking for the rap dudes with dreads. But also, like, so you guys don't go to D.C. Like, so I go to D.C. for work a lot. You know, like, in D.C., like, Wale is like, he is like, you know, I don't know. He's like Nelly to to St. Louis. He is, you know, he is just that dude. He is the dude. The, the dude Ain't he from Canada? It. I thought he was from Canada. He Who are you talking about? But he, rep, but he reps the DMV. He reps, he reps oh, okay. Washington, D.C. So Who are you talking about? Drake? Wale. No, Wale. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, he always say D.C. 
Yeah, he's DC. DMV is DC is the DMV. So he uh, you said Canada. You threw me off, ish. I thought he was from Canada. I, I nah, might have made that he up. He always completely. say DC. Yeah, he always he's from. DC. Yeah, I probably made it up. So, so he's from DC. I mean, like, I mean, DC is a big area, a big, 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 big city. I mean, he is he's like you know people maybe sleep on him nationally, but in DC, he is still considered you know like he is he is their you know their local favorite. And so I you know hell I mean if you if you if you're strong in one market and and he's gonna he's gonna do all right there for the rest of his life. Just being the you know being on top or being in that scene in DC, which is a huge city, plenty of people that listen to hip hop there. So I mean, like, I, dude, he he's just he's just stressing too much. He's he's straight. He's gonna be straight. Yeah, I might have to go back and listen to his album now. I always thought he was from Canada. That might have been the reason that I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it wasn't. It was nationalism. Okay, right, nationalism. Hate those yeah. Canadians. No, I, love Canada, I think he literally says DMV like in every 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 verse I've heard yeah. him say. But and yo, that shows you how much I listen to him. That shows you how close attention I pay to Wale. Hey, if we was doing the the uh, podcast last year, it says Wale responds to criticism for showering his daughter with one dollar bills on her birthday. That definitely would have been a topic, right? Like, what you doing, bro? All right, raise him up, Wayne. Right. I forgot about Lil Wayne too. Come about on, Wayne. Uh, get yeah, out of here, Wale. Wayne is dark. He definitely dark. I don't know, man. I think, uh, yeah, he just can't. He can't put together a, a album for a particular group. Like either you're gonna be a spitter, then you kind of was messing with Ross for a minute, and then you was trying to do gutter songs, which you know that didn't really work out for him either. And then he kind of went back to being, you know, the kind of the poet kind of dude again. And yeah, he just he just never right. really found his lane. It's, man. it's like going he back to Britt McHenry. A late. Yeah, my bad. Didn't mean to interrupt. But going back to Britt McHenry, it's the same thing. Like, there's nothing about you that really stands out. Like, yeah, you got you got some lyrical skills, but you don't have an identity. Like to be around, whether you're talking about sports casting, because now that's entertainment, right? News is entertainment, sports is entertainment, hip hop is entertainment. So to stick around in entertainment, you have to have something that people relate to. Like you have to have a thing that people identify with you. And like if you Britain don't have that, chest, like Britman Henry's chest. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm with you on this wave, right? Go ahead, Ish. I'm with you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like Paul. Paul is just the freaky alt right dude. Like when you think <laughs> right. of Paul, that's what you think about. Yeah. So that's that's all I got to say about that. I don't know if you guys got anything else to oh, yeah. add. Plug, plug shouts for for ESPN. Uh, just just if you want to tip, uh, hire Taylor Rooks. That's all I'll say. Just hire Taylor Rooks. I think even Ish will be happy. Even Ish will watch ESPN again if Taylor Rooks is on there. Make ESPN great again. Hey, look at that. There we go. We can agree on something. That's great. Man, my wife had asked me, she was like, is this what is this what all the newscasters are wearing these days? Talking about Taylor Rooks. <laughs> and I would have said, I hope so. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, but that's just how she wore it. I said, right. but she she's she's really interviewing people though, babe. <laughs> she didn't believe me, but I'm like, she is she is actually doing an interview here. She just happened to be fine. And Ryan following on every social media platform, <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. Hey, but no. real talk, you know, that's like that body shaming thing. Like when you have women who just have the goods, um, <laughs> right? The goods, as Paul said, then those people get scrutinized more because they are wearing the same stuff that these other people are wearing. But it just fits on them differently. And you can't just be like, hey, you know, we've seen this in school. I think we did a a pod about it or we did a talked about an article where 
you know, somebody was wearing something and they got in trouble for it. Oh, the but that's like, what yeah. everybody else was wearing too. So, right. yeah, can't hate I told on her. her. I said, I said, hey, babe, she she's just sitting in the chair and she's fine right now. That means you can't stop that. I'm sorry. <laughs> she ain't I doing nothing but sitting in the chair talking to Dwayne Wade. <laughs> and I literally don't know what she said. Like she literally could say the exact same words with the same, exact same thought process of Brett and Henry. But I like it a lot better. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Our our three or our two female or women listeners are about to tune us out. So yeah, we better cut let's that get back. Cut that let's get back on topic. Y'all should all be friends with Taylor Rooks. She seems like a nice young lady. <laughs> she does seem very nice. All right. <laughs> so do we want to do? Yeah, I guess we have to. Paul, this is your final story, man. I'm I'm not going to let you pick any more stories after this one. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't have no better, no other uh, 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 funny stories to close it out with. So this one says, moment of prayer for Yadier Molina's scrotums. (laughs) So so this is a very St. Louis-centric podcast. So that's why I put this in the notes. I figured somebody, you know, the the two listeners in St. Louis would care about this. So Yadier Molina, uh, he is a legendary catcher for the Cardinals. Uh, arguably, he's definitely the top five catchers of all time in baseball history. Uh, really? Definitely the best. Uh, he's definitely top five, in my okay. opinion. Uh, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Maybe not first ballot, but he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, Puerto Rican descent. Uh, his two brothers also played in the majors. I think, they, I think they're the only brother, three brothers to play in the majors, and they all won World Series titles. But Yadier nice. is the best. Uh, and, yeah, so he was at uh, – there, there was a game the other, other day – uh, he got a foul. There was a guy hit a foul ball, and the foul ball went right into his groin, and mm. basically, you know, did some real internal damage on him. So, you know, they had to they had to get him off the field quickly and got him to surgery. And they had to, you know, th- without getting too detailed, they had to, you know, do some some pretty mu- pre emergency surgery. Surgery. It's gonna he's gonna be out for at least a month. It sounds like, but really, really close. So, Ryan, since you know you're the religious man, you know, I just can you just say a prayer for for Mister. Mr. Molina's uh, you know, <laughs> manhood, you know, because this, this is one of, you know, the Brown delegation's finest, finest athletes, definite Hall of Famer, and a great St. Louis resident. I don't know what you guys call yourself, St. Louisans, St. Lunatics? I don't know what St. Louisans. St. Louisans. Yes, what, we are. We the St. Louisans. <laughs> what, what, what's it called? Tell me, what, what, what do you call it? Like, St. Louisans? St. Louisans, that's what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, you got to leave the S in there, man. You can't just take the S out. St. Saint Louisianans. That's what I'm going to call you. St. Louisiana. <laughs> so he's a great St. Louisiana. Please, just, just give us a, a couple of kind words for the man. As man, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know Yachty was considered to be a, a like, all-time great. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, man. What? I thought he, yeah. I only, you know, I don't follow baseball, so I only know what people here say. And that's it. Well, Ish, you're, you're a sports guy. What, what do you think? You think he's, you think he's a Hall of Famer or am I wrong? I'm off baseball. Oh, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. I don't know. I don't know if he's like top five, like you said, at catcher, but he's definitely a Hall of Famer. I think he's he should be. He's definitely the, 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 the most accomplished catcher of this generation. I mean, I think the last one you can say that's this close is Piazza, but he was more of a hitter. And then before right. that, I, 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 so of the last 10, 20 years, I think he's the best catcher. Yeah, Yadi's a monster. Yadi's a beast. I, he I definitely belongs in the Hall. Top five. I think, should I, be I think first top ballot. Five. I think he's to there. me, no one's better than Tony Pena. <laughs> I'm still living in the 80s. He said, "Who?" <laughs> that was my favorite back then from that squad, Tony Pena. That was my. Well, dude. yeah, just yeah, definitely uh, give prayers up for Yachty because he 
he got hit. It was like a, a foul tip, I believe. Yeah. Hit him right there in the groin. And, I mean, he went down. And as soon as he went down, the ump, you know, looked over to the bench, was like, yo, get out here. Yeah, so man. I can't yeah. even imagine the sound that he made when he got hit there. And I know, you know, baseball players at least are supposed cups. to wear a cup. What's going I'm sure on? he had a cup on, but sometimes the ball hits you. Yeah, in a right place line. that's not really covered. And so he yeah. went down just like a, a ton of bricks. So, yeah, big prayers up for Yachty, man, because yeah. you never want to see that. And the fact that they said he's only out for, you know, maybe a month, that was amazing to me because that uh, I retired off of that one. Hey, look, when he comes back, though, he needs the full body. He needs, like, the full lower body, like, armor, like Kevlar, like whatever Barry Bonds was wearing his arm back in the day. <laughs> on both inner thighs, man, because ain't, ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't no chances of, of them coming close to anything. Because he, he's going to be a catcher when he comes back. So he gonna yeah, he's going to have a hard time sitting there, I think. He's going to be down He gonna be down in the squat, and he's going to have to, you know, he's going to have to do, you know, the hey, the ball might go, you know, go past him. So he's going to do the little, you know, the, the, I don't know what you call that, little move when they, you know, they get down their knees and try to block the ball and stuff like that. So. Yeah, yeah, man, he, they gonna have to build some like titanium for him, like you know, like like Embiid's mouth guard, a uh, face guard for his for for his his. Uh, <laughs> oh man, all they gotta do <laughs> is just put and see. I'm gonna invent this, so anybody, any of our listeners, if you steal this, I'm gonna sue you because I'm copywriting <laughs> this, and everybody knows if you say I'm copywriting this on a podcast, it's, it's, then it's that legit. counts. Yeah. It's legit. So <laughs> I'm gonna invent a glove that you put on your belt buckle, so he's gonna have like a second glove down there to where if the ball misses, it's gonna hit the glove and it'll catch in the glove. So that's my that's my <laughs> invention. Have big, a big leather vagina. <laughs> 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 again, uh, nasty alt right Paul right. strikes again. Hey, and this is this is clean Paul that y'all listening to. <laughs> right. oh, man, this is filtered. Hear, this is hey, this is Britta Paul. He's been G, filtered down. Hey, don't worry. Me and G, we're gonna do outlaw with like a like a like a, a black delegates after dark pod, and it's gonna be all X rated. <laughs> hey. and it's gonna be awesome. All right, I think this is our worst episode yet. <laughs> <laughs> And by worst, you mean best. best. That's right. So, Ishmael, <laughs> where can they find us? Yo, you can find the Black Delegates on Twitter. We are at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. If you want to follow Ryan, he is at the Black Ryan. If you want to follow me, I am at Ish Creates. That's I-S-H Creates. We are also on the Facebook. We are Facebook.com slash Black Delegates Pod. Ryan, if people want to listen to the podcast, where can they go? We're everywhere now. We got we got Apple Podcasts. We got Google Play. We got Podbean. We got Stitcher. Er. We in all the places. <laughs> all of them. All of them. You got no excuse. If your friends Man. can't listen to a podcast, put a podcast downloader or whatever you call it. <laughs> on their on their phone. Downloader. An yeah, app? Download. A podcast app? Yes. A podcast application. Put it on their phone for them. Put the Black Delegates on there. Help them download. As a matter of fact, just set it to automatically download every episode. And when they come back to you and say they don't have space on their phone, you know why I go back and delete a couple episodes. But have them read it or listen to it. Or read yeah. it. It doesn't matter. Whatever they like to do. I like to listen on Pocket Cast. That's where I go. Got Pocket Cast too? All right. I yep. don't know about Pocket Cast. There's so many places. So many places. All right. Let's see. I do have a shout out this week. 
Yes, what is the black or brown shout out? The black shout out this week is actually a friend. Uh, I don't think he actually listens to the podcast, but I'm going to shout him out anyway. If he does, he didn't tell me he does. So this is called the his, uh, not the History Before Us. History Before Us. You can find them at historybeforeus.com. Uh, in, uh, this is uh, a college friend of ours, Paul uh, Frederick Murphy. He and researching his own family background and looking into uh, black history and the oral history of black folks. He uh, has made a documentary um, talking about the uh, experiences and histories of our uh, uh, forefathers and, 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 and uh, you know, black people in this country. He's uh, towards slave quarters and things like that. He's, he's talked to civil rights uh, people and it's it's a really interesting uh, documentary that I'm looking forward to uh, watching uh, when I, as soon as I get this DVD going and I am going to uh, I just want to shout them out so if y'all could check that out history before us you can get him on Twitter at history before us he does talks and other kind of things and he'll he'll come out and and uh, let us know about ourselves in a positive way not the Kanye type of way all right, we are done. I'm going to check this out. I got this up here now. I'm about to hit the bookmark button. Yep. So I'll check it out. Now, once again, we do know them, at least Ryan does, but we don't owe them. Don't. And so every week we try to just come out and give big ups to a black or brown podcast or black or brown business or somebody that's just doing positive things, doing things the right way. No money exchange, no secret backroom deals. Nope. Just he ain't even People give me a free color. DVD. <laughs> I gotta buy it. <laughs> gotta buy it. Hey, you gotta buy it from your friends, man. Yeah, yeah. Support. Support black businesses. Of course. Anything else, Paul? Any last words? Nope, I'm good. Good, good, man. History Before Us. Definitely check that out. I went to school with the dude, too. So, yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely check that out. Alright, so with that being said, we will see you all next week. Deuces. Peace. Peace.